Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're having a great day. All right, just a fun one from me today. I was reviewing some uh, some some research, some evidence uh, around whether we should take our shoes off. Now, obviously, everyone can have their personal preferences, why they might want to take their shoes off uh, when they go into their house. So yes, let me clarify talking about should you take your shoes off when you go into your house. Now, again, everyone has a personal preference. That's fine. Some cultures are really big on whether to take some your shoes off or not. Obviously, there's the idea of tracking dirt and tracking, you know, other stuff into your house, on your floors and on your carpets. That's not what we're focused on today. We are actually focused on whether there are health benefits or health negatives to taking your shoes off when you go into your house. Sounds a bit silly, right? But actually, there are some interesting, there is some interesting evidence to suggest both sides of it. Now, like most things, there are pros and cons. Obviously, as humans, we all want a quick, simple, and easy answer. Yes, do this! Or no, don't do that. But we have pros and cons to either side. So let's dig into it for a second, okay? You ready? All right. So, the pro, the good reason to take your shoes off when you go into the house is that studies have found that we tend to track pollution or toxicity into our house. Now, I would imagine this is most prevalent if you're around sources of toxicity, like living in a city. Did you know one common example of toxicity is from cars. So when we drive our cars, driving on the road flakes off little bits of dust and small particles from our tires. Also, when we apply our brakes, uh, and that also flakes off dust and small particles from our brake pads. So being around cars, roads, and especially highways, there is actually a small cloud of dust that comes off of our cars containing different heavy metals and other toxins. Just one small example. Obviously, if we're around parks or we're around footpaths or people are spraying uh, fungicides, herbicides, other weed killers and things, uh, depending on when they were sprayed and we walk through uh, the area, we can pick these things up on our shoes as well. Then if there's industry and, and stuff coming out of smokestacks, power generators, uh, and other, you know, industrial applications anywhere near us or the wind is blowing in that direction, all of this can create dust and particles that we can pick up on our shoes and track into our house. And some studies have shown that people who wear outdoor shoes into their house show an increased concentration of toxicity in their home. So if you live in an urban area or an area where there is a lot of toxicity around, near a major road or near industry or near a city, by wearing your outdoor shoes into your house, you are increasing the toxic load inside the house. So that would be a negative or a negative reason to wear your shoes inside, or a positive reason to take off your shoes. And I know many doctors 
who are focused on the toxicity angle and the problems that toxicity causes for people very much advise people to take off their shoes or if they want to wear shoes inside to have an indoor pair of shoes or slippers that you change into or wear when you come into your house. Now, on the flip side, are there positive reasons to wear your outdoor shoes indoors? And the answer is yes. So in my particular area of fascination, the microbiome or the bacteria that live inside of us, studies have consistently shown that bringing the outdoors inside improves the microbiome. Now, for some people, this may be a bit mind-blowing, but there are two primary sources that we get our microbiome from. This is beyond what we were born with and our mother and these things. Now we're talking about, on a day-to-day basis, the things that are impacting our microbiome. And we get our input of bacteria from two primary places. The first, of course, is the food that we eat, fermented foods and other foods. Do we get beneficial bacteria or, or harmful bacteria you know, what are we getting from the foods that we are eating? The other way is from the ground, right? We know these as soil-based organisms, and this is from our interaction with dirt. So our ancestors, of course, who used to live around a lot more dirt, whether it was hunting, whether it was farming, obviously not all the roads were all paved over, and there was a lot more dirt exposure in our ancestors' lives. Now, for good and for bad, we are not exposed to nearly as much of that as we used to be. So one way in studies that has been shown that we can get more of that that soil-based microorganisms is typically by our shoes, right? When we're walking outside, assuming we step in dirt, of some kind, or again, even dirt that's blown around by the wind gets on our shoes and then gets tracked into our houses. And studies have shown that the what's called the microbial diversity or the amount of different kinds of microbes or bacteria in a person's home is increased by wearing outdoor shoes inside. Now, it's not just outdoor shoes, of course, Studies have also shown that having open windows, again, allowing dust and other things from the outside to blow into our house increases the microbial diversity. Having pets, particularly dogs have been most studied, but having pets that go outside and they get into the dirt and then track it inside our houses also increases our microbial diversity. So is there benefit to letting more of the outside come in. Yes, we increase our exposure and the microbial diversity around us. So like many things, it's not a simple and easy answer. Outdoor shoes bring some of the outdoors inside with us. And unfortunately, that means increasing toxicity for people. But it also, on a positive side, means increased bacterial exposure. So should you wear your outdoor shoes inside? Well, listen, I'm not going to tell you if personally you don't like to do it or culturally it's not something that you want to do, then of course don't do it. On the flip side, for health benefits, it really comes down to what 
are you exposed to? So if you live in a more natural surrounding with a low amount of toxicity around you, then in my opinion, it makes sense to wear your outdoor shoes inside and bring some of the outdoors inside with us. If you live in a more toxic or polluted or urban area, and you're not getting a lot of exposure to good natural soil, then it makes more sense to remove your shoes before you come inside. Again, the idea of open windows, well, again, if there's a lot of industry around, then not just dirt blows in, but more toxicity blows into your house as well. So again, it's always a, a bit of a looking at the context of the situation and deciding which one is more. Now, if we can't get as much dirt exposure, we can do things like getting outside into natural places. Parks, again, like we talked about, a bit of a mixed bag if they spray a lot there. Uh, but again, all this to, to come to folks is we can only do our best. Ideally, we want to get out into as natural surrounding as we can as often as we can. Uh, and failing that, you know, uh, the amount of beneficial bacteria we're getting from our food increases. So again, normally we would have both food-based uh, uh, probiotics, if you will, and we would have soil-based, nature-based probiotics as well. The less of one we are able to get, the more of the other that becomes necessary. And one of the problems for a lot of us is many people don't eat any fermented foods, they don't take probiotics, and they get very little nature exposure, and then they also take antibiotics. So we're really not giving much to our beneficial bacteria, and we are taking antibiotics that harm them. All right, folks, that was a fun one for me today. Uh, Obviously not something to get yourself up in a twist about, but looking at your natural surroundings, not just your natural, looking at your surroundings and thinking about, is there more natural microbial exposure you could get, or are we looking at more toxic exposure? And that is going to guide us on whether we want to bring more of the outside in or unfortunately keep more of the outside out. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if you're looking for more great information, your next step is to go to the website, aspirenaturalhealth.com, and click on free reports. Go to aspirenaturalhealth.com and click on free reports. There we have some great free reports on things like irritable bowel syndrome, inflammatory bowel disease, and autoimmunity. Inside, a packet with some great tips that we've seen help people over the years and you can take that information and begin to apply it in your life or in the life of a loved one. We've had people tell us that by getting the free reports, reading them, and putting the information inside into action, they have transformed their lives or seen loved ones transform their lives. After all, that is what we are all about at Aspire Natural Health. We guide and coach people dealing with digestive issues and autoimmunity to go from sick to healthy to thriving. So all you need to do is go to the website, aspirenaturalhealth.com, and click on free reports. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Until next time, take care.